Triple Triple G. You fucked me up. Now we're gonna have the worst intro ever. I know. The whole point. Like when probably the first episode, maybe. Go team. Go team. Hey everyone, this is the Classic Gaming Podcast. That was Alone in the Chaos with our intro music. Today's date is May 7th, 2014. I'm the host, Robert Ring. With me are my beautiful co-hosts, Blake Corey. Hi there. And, and, Jay Totoro. Hi. You guys doing yeah. all right? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? Yeah, I'm doing it's good. Pretty good? Pretty yeah, good? It's a, it always is when, we're, when we record this, except for, except for like, I think the last time, it was, mon- it was a Monday, but that rhymes with hump day. Monday, Monday. Uh, so I actually, um, my sister bought me a, uh, okay, so she, okay, so my sister bought me a retro gaming themed t-shirt, and I'm gonna, and you guys have one chance, I'm gonna give you one clue. That'll get solid. As to what the game is. And you have to guess what game, uh, what theme the t-shirt is, okay? You ready? Rise from your grave. Altered Beast, baby. Yes! And it's not rise, it's wise from your grave. Wise? Yeah, he says it all jacked up in that no, intro. No, he's saying rise, though. I mean, he's trying Well, to... it's supposed to be, yeah, but it's a weird Genesis sound chip. No, no joke. My uh, college roommate could do that voice 100% perfectly. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome whenever he did it. Uh, he just like busted. We were like some, somehow somehow altered beast came up one day and he just like busted it out and it was 100% on the mark. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I got an altered beast T-shirt. Uh, I, I I take it n- neither of you got anything cooler than I did this week. I'm wearing the Dark Souls shirt that I've had for a while. Wait for Dark Souls 2 or 1? Dark Souls 1 shirt, but I'm wearing it because I was playing Dark Souls 2 today. Well, I'm disappointed that you're not wearing a Venture Brothers shirt. Well, I can't wear them all the time. Why Why not? Why not? (laughs) Well, because it was a special day. I was playing Dark Souls 2. I had to wear a Dark Souls shirt. You get a a pass. This is a special occasion. That's right. Uh, What? I'm going to... Bitch. We'll, we'll check up on the Venture Brothers shirt next time. And we'll request pictures. <laughs> Y'all want to jump into news? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, so the we talked about the ET uh, cartridge ex, ex, expedition. Oh yeah. That not expedition, excavation. There you go. And, uh, one of the it same. was like X uh, something. Uh, okay. So to the surprise of. 70% of the gaming population, I guess. The, that excavation they were having where they were digging up to see if those old E.T. games are where they were supposed to be buried in the desert. They are. They were actually there. I wasn't really expecting yeah. that to be the case, but actually once uh, once they like discovered that they were there, then, then like there were a few people around on the internet who were like, yeah, well, everybody knew they were there. <laughs> were like, yeah, we knew they were there because... Like, they, this was apparently, like, a very thoroughly documented thing when it happened in the first place. Like, it was in the newspaper, and, mm-hmm. like, everybody, and, like, it wasn't, like, a secret or something. And it wasn't even just, like, a random spot in the desert, apparently. It turned out to be a landfill. So, it turned out to be, like, not as crazy as a discover, of a discovery <laughs> as it was, like, hyped up to be. Oh, yeah, they were thrown into a giant trash can. Yeah, they no were. surprised. They were thrown away, and it was That's in the newspaper. 
And guess what? They were there. It wasn't a big conspiracy or a wives' tale. But it was still pretty cool. They they, they dug up some of the cartridges. We'll see it on eBay in two weeks. <laughs> Maybe. You might. You might. Yeah, well. Along with the BlizzCon tickets. Oh, <laughs> shut up, dude. God. <laughs> like, that's like an open wound. You're just, like, poking it. Actually, that reminds me <clears throat> of a piece of news that I forgot to put in my notes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Uh, give me just a second. Uh-oh. Yeah, you guys talk about something interesting. So what, what makes me laugh is, like, I guarantee you the people that were like, oh, yeah, we knew it was there. They're just, like, totally bullshitting because it's the Internet and there's no way to, like, fact well, check. Well, the, the one, like, I, I posted something about it on a Reddit thread somewhere. And some guy responded, like, directly to me. He was like, yeah, we knew it. Like, like everybody knew this. And he, like, linked me to the newspaper clipping and, like, all this other stuff. Okay, that's a little bit better. I was going to say, because people on the Internet always do, especially on Reddit. Where was all that information years ago? That's, like, the last two decades? That's oh, yeah, there's newspaper wondering. clippings, of course. <laughs> yeah, everybody knew it was there. <laughs> Poor shit. If, <laughs> Poor it shit. makes no sense. I know. That this is such a con- – oh, yeah, of course. There's documentation of it, and – no one came forward about that sooner, really. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird situation all around. But uh, so here's the news I was I was looking for. I can't actually find the 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 original thing. So oh, here we go, here we go. So okay, sorry about that. Uh, okay, so second piece of classic gaming news: Blizzard released three of their classic games for free. Did you guys hear Ooh. about this? Yeah. No. Mr. BlizzCon. Oh, yeah. Shut Lost up. Vikings and a few a few more. Yeah, the Lost Vikings, Blackthorn, and Rock and Roll Racing. Yep. You can get those now on uh, on Battle.net. You can just download them straight up for free. Uh, which is pretty like awesome. Of soul or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then... I actually have I have never actually played any of those games. I've heard of The Lost Vikings, of course, and Rock and Roll Racing, but I had I never heard of Blackthorn. I played the yeah, Blackthorn fun. was a Super Nintendo game. I think it had a PC release as oh, well. Oh, really? What kind yeah. of game was it? Um, I I don't remember it very well. I from what I can recall, it's very vague, but it kind of reminds me of like the old Prince of Persia. Okay. With like that running oh. jump mechanic. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I could uh, be completely wrong on that one. Okay. It's a really vague memory. We'll fact. I'll fact check you someday. Uh oh. He's gonna call Uh-oh. you out next time. Hey, whatever. I gave myself leeway. Who's leeway? <laughs> All right. Uh, so one of the best, one of the quintessential best, uh, most high-quality video game-based movies ever of all time. Where are you going with this? You know what I'm talking about. World of Warcraft? Super Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers, ah. baby. Uh, What's his name? Yeah, oh, Bob Hoskins, who played you. Mario, he died. Oh, I didn't know he played Mario. I was wondering, okay. Yeah, he died at 71. This was uh, reported by Polygon. Um, He actually had quite a thick Video, uh, not video, uh, like, movie resume. Like, I, I mean, I knew he was in other movies. Like, he was in Brazil. Yeah. He wasn't, like, you know, he wasn't, like, a... He was, a you know, a fairly well-known actor. But I didn't yeah. realize, like, how many... He, he was in, like, a like quite a few movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to go watch uh, 
who framed Roger Rabbit sometime. Yeah, he oh, was. That's what I know him from. That's yeah, right. yeah. That's a uh, good movie. I didn't know this. He was also in the Pink Floyd The Wall movie. <laughs> I didn't know that was a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's kind of a crazy movie. But I mean, it's it's like if you imagine Pink Floyd music like made into a movie, then that's pretty much exactly what this that's is. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's funny, not, not, I mean, and not even just because it's based on their album The Wall, but like, like the way the movie, like the you know, everything just perfectly matches up with what you would expect. Um, but which means it's good, but it's also really dark. Um, so that kind of sucks, of course. And then, last piece of news that I have, uh, Analog Interactive, this was, uh, some, this is some news, this, this news was on Forbes. Uh, Analog Interactive is a company that makes, like, uh, very high quality, like, high craftsmanship, uh, like, rebuilds of classic, uh, consoles. Oh. Oh, okay. I think they've only, I think the only one they've done previously was like TurboGrafx or Neo Geo or, or TurboGrafx or Neo Geo. I don't really remember. I, probably was TurboGrafx. Uh, they just announced that they're coming out with uh, an NES. It's actually built with the original hardware. It's not, it doesn't use emulators. And it has a Famicom expansion port that has RGB or component or S video or composite. Output. Wow. Or you can buy an HDMI adapter for for fifty bucks. Um, it's a really slick looking uh, console. Like it really looks nice, and it can be yours. You can pre-order it. <laughs> oh God. For oh, wait, 400, $499. What? <laughs> what? Okay, yeah, I was like excited until I was like, what? Okay, yeah, because yeah. I'm gonna throw half a grand for an emulator. Five hundred bucks for a Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> you can go fuck okay. So my question is, because I, I would consider buying it if you have to blow into it, like in the old ones, because that was the best part. It was a like, please, please work, them. please work. I know it was, but still, it made it feel better, especially when it worked. I always blew into the cartridges, not the yeah, pencil. Did. Do you remember, Blake, did you have the, the thing to clean it, the black thing? I know. Like, I did, and that thing was a piece of trash. <laughs> it was a piece of shit. It was a piece of plastic. That it thing, did nothing. It did I, absolutely I, nothing. You weren't you supposed to? I, I didn't have one, but my uh, my friend did. I remember, did, did, like, you had to, like, squirt some stuff on the inside yeah. of the light and then put it in there. It was so stupid. And I was always like, this is the biggest waste of time <laughs> ever. They're probably, yeah, they're coming out with one of those, too. Those are 250 mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and one of your feeds. <laughs> Power glove for six hundred bucks. So I will say it does look pretty awesome. You should check it that's out. That's cool. I mean, five hundred bucks though. Fuck that. Like, five hundred bucks is is way too much. But I mean, yeah. if you got the money to spend, you just want a fucking sweet looking NES, then then, get, then check it out. They also you can you can also get like it comes in like white, but and you can get it you can get it in like four other colors, but the other colors are cost you fifty extra bucks. I want five hat gray. That's what I want. Well, that's going to be $550 handed over. Um, yeah. So anyway. If you got 500 bucks to spend, give it to me, and I will send you a Nintendo emulator, and you will have all of the games. And I'll follow using TeamViewer. And will you, and you'll make him a, an honorary subscriber? And a yeah. Can I, can I get that, that guarantee? Can I get that guarantee from you, Blake? 
That that's a guarantee. With and you play whatever four. game he wants. Well, maybe play. not that. All year. All year oh, long. God, five hundred bucks? Are you crazy? <laughs> I have enough shit to play as it is. All right, for five minutes, you play whatever game he wants. Well, to play. okay, sure, that's that's doable. Watch you once you play plumbers don't wear ties. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're gonna find some way to play that game and talk about it on this podcast. It will happen. It will happen. I'm okay with this because you know the story was just too good. How awesome would that be if it came out like on GOG or something? <laughs> I, I would, I would buy it. Okay. God. Yeah, I would buy it. I would buy it instantly, even if it was, was five hundred dollars, like this NES. Uh, I think that's it for news. You guys got anything? No. Oh, oh BlizzCon tickets are sold out, and I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! We don't want to hear about BlizzCon tickets. Okay. Uh, you know I am. Friends with the guys who do uh, Starcast, which is a Starcast. You can get me tickets. Well, I don't think I can get you that, but I might get them to, to talk about like how they feel sorry for you that you didn't get tickets. I would rather not be. Or I can call. Or if you just like want to talk to them, just like you know, call them up on the phone one day, like just vent, and get some rope up. Huh? Can I thank my sponsors after I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the games we played this week. If uh, we don't have any other news. And I think it's uh, Blake's turn to go first this time. Isn't it always my turn to go first? I went first when it was Kingdom Hearts Day. If you want me to go first, Blake, I will. I really that don't care. That was two times ago. Um, I don't care either. It's up to you. Then you go first, you big girl. All right, you shit. Damn it, you should have gone first. Well, I'll go first. Um, so with the best of <laughs> goes first. I'm kidding. Uh, I played Sonic CD, finally. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, alright, next. Is Blake the Hedgehog on there? No, no, he was not, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Have you started drawing, drawing no, your books yet? I've started so to bad, leave so the podcast. Bad. Uh, no, I finally played Sonic CD. I've always heard for such a long time that Sonic CD is supposed to be, like, one of the best, if not the best, games in the series. And it's on Steam. I've had it for a while. And oh, I, I booted didn't even know it up. that was on Steam. Neither did I. Yeah. That's, I actually grabbed it on sale a long time ago, because I was like, hey, that's supposed to be really good. And... It's not a bad game. It did not live up to the expectations everybody had built up for me with okay. that game, though. I'm not a big fan of Sonic games in the first place. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, They're okay, but as far as platformers go, I think there's way better games, even on the Genesis. And I... it's just... Go Sorry, you go, you go on. No. I, I, well, I was going to say, I think, like, I would agree with you. I used to love the Sonic games, yeah, but I think if I, like, return to them, I would probably feel pretty much the same way as what you're saying right now. That's yeah. unfortunate. I feel like that's happening more and more with games. Yeah, with some of them. Like, talk about but even when I was growing up, like, I didn't think they were awesome. They were okay. But at the same time, like, I much preferred Super Mario World, something like I that. the music in them, though. Oh, yeah, the music is fantastic. The music yeah, is the best the part world. about them. Yeah. And dude, Sonic's so fast. Well, that's, that's the thing that I don't like about it, is that a lot of the stages are designed in a way where you don't want to go fast. There, there, That is true. That's the biggest problem I always had, because that was the whole marketing campaign of, hey, you can go fast all over the place, all the time. And then, like, 90% of the stage, you have to 
you spend running into a wall with your face. Yeah. Or you're, like, going too fast and you, like, hit a bad guy because you didn't... You smash into a bad guy. Or you fall onto spikes that were put there to make you... Yeah. Or you just fall the water level? Oh, God, that's good. Oh, shit, where you have to get the bubbles? It's like the one from Super Mario... Uh, Ninja Turtles, the first one. Holy Ninja shit, I was that just about to say level, that. Dude, that game scared the shit out of me, dude. I never got past that level. Oh my god, I mean, like, I think I made it past that two or three times. Yeah, me too. Of course you And did. that's it. And then it cost, like, every life I had to do yeah. it. Yeah. I think I'm actually going to play that game for next for next time. That's Absolutely. up there with uh, the um, Hoverbike oh, level so on Battletoads. Oh, Battletoads. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I love Battletoads. Why? You just fucking kill each other. Exactly! <laughs> That's a great conversation. Indeed it was. Well, time well spent. Um, so Sonic CD, I enjoyed it. I thought it had some good level design for the most part. There were one or two levels that really pissed me off because it went back to like I was talking about where it's a game where that's designed so that you can go fast, but then there are stages where if you go faster than a crawling speed. You're going to fall on the spikes or something. Uh, so that really upset me. Overall, it didn't feel too bad about going fast in some of the stages, though. Um, it only took me like two hours to beat it. Really? Yeah, it was a really short game, which totally caught me off guard. Two hours? Yeah. That's because Sonic's so fast. And well, yeah, exa- that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's fake, not Sonic. So it wasn't like a... <laughs> fucker. It wasn't an overly challenging game. There were just one or two stages where it was like, you have to play it in a very different way. Uh, the last stage in particular, especially the last boss. Spoiler, it's Robotnik. Oh, oh no! Oh, shit! <laughs> Bowser. Of some kind? What? 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 <laughs> What'd you say? Well, anyway, um, hey, the very final fight. The rest host. of the fights are all super, super easy. Um, but the last one was extremely different, and it's like it had a couple of very tight jumps that you have to make to stay in the right spot so that you don't get hit. Um, and the last stage overall was one of the hardest stages I've played in the Sonic game. Oh, really? Oh, it was brutal. Like, one wrong jump, and there is no platform beneath you. You're going to fall onto spikes. You're going to fall into a pit. You're going to fall onto a moving platform that is going to shove you off into the abyss. It was really, really difficult. I actually had to take a break from it for a little while and come back to it, like, a day later. Damn. It was really weird. Yeah. Like, the checkpoints? Yeah. All right then. Uh, it it did stick with the Sonic theme of having some of the best music possible. Uh, the sound, the whole soundtrack was really really well done. I don't know if for me personally it was on the same level as the old Genesis Sonics, but it was still a really good soundtrack. And gameplay wise, it was Sonic. Uh, the only, the other really big thing that stands out in this one is that the special stages, like where you go to get your Chaos Emeralds, uh, when you jump into the big ring at the end of the oh, stage, yeah. it shows up. Yeah. Those were <coughs> very different. They were much less strict, uh, compared to some of the old Genesis Sonics, like where you're in a tunnel 
and if you don't collect all the to- coins in that tunnel, you're screwed. Or the very first Sonic, where it's like a pinball mini game. Wait, remind uh, me what the Chaos Emeralds are. I don't really. I kind of vaguely. Like I'd like ten percent remember what those are. The Chaos Emeralds, you collect those, and that's how you become supersonic. If you collect all six of them. Okay. What does supersonic do? Uh, you're like invincible. You go super okay. fast. Uh, you kill everything on. And contact. they're really hard to obtain. That's and you look so cool, like uh, like the fan art. Kelly Blake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you suck. Love it. I love it too. Dick whistle. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the secret stages in this one, they're like, they're set up on a big grid. Oh, God, I just remember the Sonic 3 ones. God, those were... Yeah, dude, that game was a beast. Oh, my God, that one was so hard. All right, anyway, the Sonic CD ones, <laughs> they're set out on, like, a a big flat surface, and the surface has, it's got water, it's got... Uh, pit traps that will bite you and make you fall over for a couple seconds and all this other stuff. And what you have to do is you go around and you jump in all the spaceships that are around this little special area. And after you beat them all, that's when you get the emerald. And it was uh, it was different, and I think it was a lot better. I liked it a lot more because it didn't uh, it wasn't nearly as punishing or as difficult as especially uh, the Sonic Three one. God, that one was so hard. Yeah. I hate that one. I don't know how you guys can remember, like, anything about those games. I just remember, like, I don't remember specifics. I just remember fucking hard or, oh, this is fucking stupid. Well, all right, to to explain the old Sonic 3 ones, it would transform you in, uh, it would transport you to this uh, map where it was like, it had a curvature so that you could see the horizon, but it was all, like, spherical. And it was, like, bending in around uh, the outsides of the camera for you. Okay. And you would have to go around the map, and you were supposed to turn all of the blue spheres into red spheres. And you did that by touching them. And if you made a box around them, around the other dots, uh, they would – all of them that were on the inside would also turn into red spheres. This sounds like some, like, kind of bedazzled game or something stupid like that. Bedazzled. <laughs> Bejeweled. I'm buying you a bedazzled. Brandon Fraser's gonna sue somebody. Bedazzled. God. This is our host. Useless host. (laughs) I don't know much about those games because I don't like them. Oh, yeah, you don't know much about bedazzling? So I really I, – I did like the side areas. They were still difficult and punishing because they're time-based, but they're completely free roam, so you're able to turn around at any time. And I thought that was a way better system than some of the old stuff, like the casino thing in uh, 1, okay. the half-pipes in Sonic 2, and that god-awful sphere minigame shit in Sonic 3. Uh, overall, I thought it was – it's definitely one of the better entries in the series. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the old ones anyway, so it's kind of difficult for me to really say, oh, this one was obviously the best one. I mean, I, pr- I probably just agree with everybody else that Sonic 3 and Knuckles was the epitome of old-school Sonic games, and then Sonic CD is probably right behind that, actually. Cool. It was a really good game. Uh, it just wasn't my favorite game either. I, don't, I definitely recommend it to any 
Sonic fans out there, for sure. Oh, man, one of the other things about it that I forgot about. There's actually multiple endings. There's, like, a good ending and a bad ending and all this crap. And the way it works is that there's a past and future of each level. And it complete like, it changes the textures, basically. Uh, so if you're in the past, everything is, like, uh, kind of... Not washed out, but a little different uh, color code. And if you're in the future, it looks all dark and robotic and all this crap. And what you have to do is, like, each stage, you'll there are signposts everywhere. And if you hit the signpost, it lets you like it'll say past or future. And whichever one you hit is the one that you get to activate. Uh, as if you reach high enough speeds, it's like going uh, one okay, or eight miles per hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have to hit a certain speed and maintain it for a bit, and then you'll transport into the future or into the past. And then in each of those different time zones, like you have to go to the right one for each level to find this machine that you have to destroy. And if you destroy all of those machines, you can unlock the best ending. I never went through all that because – I didn't feel like having to read a guide just to find out where they were. And I, as far as I know, there's no other indication on where those machines are going to be, whether it's in the past or the future or which levels it's going to be on and all this. It, so it's a cool mechanic, and I'd like to maybe play the game some more sometime and kind of play around with it, go into the more of the past areas, go into more of the future areas and check them out a bunch. Uh, but it wasn't immediately apparent like what it was doing for my game. What it was changing for me. Right, right. Okay. So, uh, two out of ten. D- yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know how to do math, don't you, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably say, like, for me personally, it's probably like a seven out of ten. Pretty good. Um, for a Sonic series, though, it sounds like it's higher than that, just for, like, like just like actual Sonic games. It sounds like it's a little yeah. higher than that. How, um, how many times did you die before you beat it? Um, oh my god, so many. On the last level specifically. And I don't know, my two-hour playtime is based off of what Steam tells me, and okay. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I feel like it is. It was two or three hours. Do you have unlimited continues? Uh, yes. Okay. There were you really? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I, don't really... I, like, I died in the last level over and over and over and over and over. I probably reset on that place alone ten <laughs> times or something. Or wait a minute, may, no, maybe there's not unlimited continues, because there's like a one up that you can get very early in the stage, and that might be what was letting me play it over and over. Now it I don't be, remember. It might be like where you can get where you have like limited lives, but once they all run out, you can continue as many times as you. Yeah, I, there is definitely a continue system. There's also a save system on the version I was playing, which is probably true of the Sonic C, uh, the original release as well. So I don't sure. see why there would be limited continues there, because you can just boot up the save file, and I don't think they would invalidate your save file well, there, at that point. I wonder if there were saves on the original. Yeah, it's a I good don't, Sure. I don't, I don't think really, so. I don't remember there though. being, um, but I don't... I know, like, on the uh, the Sega Genesis, like, I bought one of the Sega... It wasn't Sega CD, but it was one of the Sega Genesis things. It was like a, It was like six or seven games... In one thing, like you can, like you can save it on there. You can save your game, like you can, you can save your games on that. But it's, it wasn't like a function of the game. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, 
I don't remember any, like, I played all of the Sonic games when I was younger, and I remember Sonic CD pretty much being my favorite, but I don't, like, I, I almost just don't remember anything about any <laughs> of the Sonic games, besides, like, what the first level looks like. Yeah. Good old Green Hill Zone. Green Hill Zone. Oh, yeah, dude. And Robotnik was the bad guy. Knew that. Oh, dude, spoilers! God! Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Totally turns into the bad guy. Can't believe Jeez. This guy. That's yeah. Now I can't remember. Did old Sonic games have unlimited continues? I don't think they did. I don't think so either. Even the ones that had um had save files like uh Sonic. They started that with Sonic Three, I think. I don't remember any of that, but uh, yeah. but you know, the first one was just an arcade game. Sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, as we've discussed on this podcast before, I am a hard hitting. Classic gaming journalist, oh and I'll God. and I can find this information for us. Please stop talking. I'll have it at least before, uh, like four episodes from now. Okay. Okay. So Sonic CD is a good game, especially good game. if you like uh, Sonic games in general. Did you play this on your Did you play this on your stream at all, or did you just? Uh... No, I just played it off stream. Okay. I don't think you've played any of your. Uh... Well, no, you played Chrono Cross on your stream. I played Trigger. a few, yeah. You played a few, okay. You know, Chrono Trigger, the really good game you didn't beat. <laughs> but you have, have you done? You haven't done Chrono Trigger yet for the podcast, have you, Blake? I don't remember if you have. Chrono oh, Trigger. Or Chrono, yeah, Trigger. I thought he did Chrono Trigger. I thought everybody um, did. I did, but I don't know if you all did. did. I think I did too. I think that's yeah, okay. Think did, Maybe yeah. you did. Most positive. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go second because I don't think I've ever gone second. Now that I think about it, I think I either. Go first, or I just let you guys go first, and I'll go last. Is that all right, Jay, or do you have... Yeah, I'm going to get mad, but, you know, no. I'm good, dude. Are, you, are you waiting? Are you, like, busting at the seams? Well, like... I'm busting, but no. <laughs> okay. Ew. All right, I'll just go. Uh, so my game was The Secret of Monkey Island, which we've talked about before, because that was what I bought Blake for the Christmas gifting episode. And, and uh, Blake, you haven't returned to this one, I assume, not yet. I want to get around to finishing it sometime. I just have not yet. Okay, uh, I'm interested, before I forget, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself, but I'm afraid I'll forget. Uh, I'm really curious, do you know how many hours you got it? You got to the Swordmaster, or you, you, you were like on the Swordmaster when you stopped playing, you said. Do you know how, no, I was how far? past that. I was oh, at the were... part where uh, you get thrown into the water. Okay. And you're like, hey, I can breathe for ten minutes. Okay. How, do you know and how... I got right past that. Do you know how many hours in you were? Um, I want to say three. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. I actually so oh, so is the, game? the Secret of Monkey Island. It is a point and click adventure game. One of the classics among the classics in in the point and click genre. Yeah, uh, I just looked old. at my Steam and it says I've played for three hours. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's cool. I forgot Steam does that for you. Yeah. One positive. <laughs> Such a freak. Uh, <laughs> what a strange thing to say! Like you're gonna be like you're a fucking idiot, but you're such a freak. Uh, so so it was made by LucasArts. Um, it's again one of the classic LucasArts games, one of the classic point and click adventure games of any company, and uh, it's a pirate based uh, game. It's it's got like the the like the humor that a lot of these old uh, LucasArts games did. But it's also, like, one thing they really did good on all their games was they really, like, balanced the humor 
with like the actual yeah. story. And it wasn't just like a dumbass story, just like with jokes nonstop that like didn't, you know, go together or like make a good story. Like the story itself is actually pretty good. Uh, so you are a, uh, a guy who wants to be a pirate. Your name, uh, the character's name is Guybrush Threepwood. And it literally just starts with him like walking up on some island and saying, and, and like walking up to some rant. It's actually a guy who's like a lookout for the island. And he's like, I want to become a mighty pirate. What do I do? And the guy says, well, you got to go down to the bar and talk to these three really important pirates. And they'll give you like some, uh, some tasks that you have to carry out to prove that you're worthy of being a pirate. So you go find these guys and they tell you, you have to do these three things. And, uh, and then you go off to try to figure out how, how to do those things. Uh, in, in typical point and click adventure style, you're picking up a lot of objects, using them on a lot of other objects in creative ways to try to like, you know, accomplish certain things. So like, uh, one part, I'm trying to think of something that I can tell without like ruining the game too much. Uh, you have to, uh, get shot out of, out of a cannon to earn some money. And, uh, but, but you don't have a helmet. This is one of the, like, very simplified, uh, this is one of, like, the very simple puzzles there are in the game. You don't have a helmet, so they won't let you do it in their circus, uh, but if, but if you get a pot somewhere, then you can use that pot and say, oh, I've got this pot, I'll use it as a helmet, for example, and they'll shoot you out of the cannon, and you get past that part. A lot of it's a bit more involved and not just, like, blatantly obvious how to, how to figure it out, but that's typically, you know, that's, that's how the game goes. Um... So the, the, the game is based on figuring out these puzzles, you know, just to get the story pro- to progress as you go. Um, you there, There's also a ghost pirate story that kind of comes into this. Uh, there's a, there's an evil ghost pirate named LeChuck who becomes, like, the villain of the story. Uh, as it goes, he uh, fell in love with the mayor of Melee Island, which is the island that you start off on. and uh, But she, like, didn't... She wasn't interested in him, and he tried to impress her by... Sailing off to the the famous Monkey Island that nobody has ever returned from, and he didn't return either. Well, he did return. He actually he he, he made it to Monkey Island. He died, and then he came back as a ghost pirate on a ghost ship and kind of like haunts the the waters of Melee Island. And that's kind of where the story is. And while all this is going on, you're doing your own thing, uh, trying to become a mighty pirate, and then you sort of get sucked into the whole ghost pirate thing. So there's lots of the classic humor that I was talking about along the way, just kind of like, can't think of anything really specific right now, wouldn't really translate to explaining on a podcast very well, probably anyway, um, but uh, it's also got like, it's also just like a really fun, classic uh, pirate story, you know, classic ghost pirate story uh, at that, and uh, and that's, I mean, I guess that's pretty much, and that's the gameplay, so, you know, it's 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 kind of got its it's 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 got its bases covered in that it's a fun game to play. It's got a fun story. It's got funny things. It's just all around. There's not really a place that you can say, "Well, I really wish it did this or that better." It really does everything it tries to do pretty well. I think it's even got a bit of a dark side to it. So at one part, when you get to Monkey Island, you actually go to like this underground river where uh, where LeChuck is, and it's basically like. Almost very, it's, it's very much like hell where, where you are. Cause like, it's like a river of lava and you're walking around all these kind of like caverns and it's like every time you go somewhere, if you turn back, then the, then it's like you're in a different place than you were before. And then uh, this whole time there are like eyeballs sticking out of the walls and like heads sticking out of the ground. 
and creepy things like that. But then they're even there, even at these parts, there's there's a bit of humor thrown in. Like there will be like a giant nose sticking out of the wall, for instance. Uh, so like it really mixes the humor and like the seriousness very well, in my opinion. It seems like uh, you're a big fan of point and click adventures. Oh, I, I definitely am. Uh, I grew up on these, and this was one of the first. This was really, I think, the second one that I ever played. And uh, so I have a lot of nostalgia for this one. I actually just—I dis- actually discovered this game. It was on a demo computer at a at a at an electronics boutique. Dude, how sick were those, man? The demos. <laughs> it was, I so exciting. It was so like. It, it, this is the worst. Like, <laughs> point and click adventure games have to be the worst try to games to like have on a demo system that I can imagine. But this one was there, and I was like, oh, I want to try it out. So I like played for like probably five seconds. Like, clicked like walk here. And, like, open door and a few things. I was like, yeah, I want this one. So I got it. And then I just, you know, got completely sucked into it. And uh, just, just you know, I was I was seven or eight at the time, and I just absolutely loved it. So there definitely is a lot of nostalgia for me uh, returning to this game. Uh, and something else that I, that I noticed that I really sort of didn't hadn't thought about recently until I kind of got back to playing it again was the visuals. I absolutely love the visuals on this game. Uh, they do such a good job, you know, it's, it's fair, you know, it's a pretty rudimentary, uh, I don't, you know, the, the, uh, just like, you know, the graphics, it's, it's an old game, it came out in 1990, so the graphics, uh, fidelity-wise are not good, but they do a great job with what they have, like, the art style is just awesome, and I found myself, like, a lot of what I was looking forward to as I was playing the game was, like, getting to, like, this area that was closed off that I, you know, had to figure out how to get to, uh, and and just, like, seeing what it looked like. And, like, seeing what this or that character looked like and, like... Because they just did a, such a great job of making everything, like, look interesting and look cool. And, like, even, like, making it to... Uh, even on the boat ride to Monkey Island, like, that's kind of, like, a, a whole chapter in and of itself. Like, even getting off of Melee Island, getting onto the boat, I was like, oh, this just looks so good. Everything just, like, really looks awesome. Uh, and I should also mention probably that the, uh, the new version of the game... So they re-released Monkey Island... Uh, a few years ago, like, I want to say four or five years ago, and you can play it uh, with the old-style graphics or the new graphics. And now, usually, when something like this happens, like, you want to just completely shun the new graphics because, frankly, most of the time... something away. Yeah, they usually take yeah. something away, but uh, I have to say they did an amazing job doing... Because they actually gave it, like, an artistic style. They didn't just, That's like, cool. say, oh, here, the graphics are better now, like, you know, they did with a lot of... Like, uh, Final Fantasy VI for iOS, we yeah. talked about, like, they just kind of, like, updated the graphics for no reason, and it doesn't... It, like, has no... Like, there's nothing interesting about the graphics. They're just kind of, like, lame and boring, but they did an amazing job on these. I still played it most of the time with the old style, but, like, I would switch just every scene. You, it's really... Something awesome that they did with this was all you have to do is press F10. You can switch on the fly to new graphics or old. So, like, every every time I got to a place, I would switch to the new style just to kind of see what it looked like. And almost every – there were a few times where it looked kind of, like, bland or lazy. But most every time, like, especially in places where there were water, like, it just really actually looked awesome. So they did a great job with that, um, even though I still prefer the old visuals. But um, I guess – I mean – I just absolutely love this game, and it's the first time I've played it, I guess, since I beat it when I was younger. What system was it on originally? PC? PC, yeah. Okay. Uh, one thing that I was really surprised about is that I almost remembered every single 
puzzle from when I was really? seven or eight and playing this. Like I, I, they were, I got stuck on three things on three parts of the entire game and none of those were like more than 30 minutes. So like I actually beat the game in like six hours. Uh, I don't know what's, what's standard for this game. When I played it when I was younger, it was probably like 20 or 30. Uh, Holy shit, hours? I want, uh, probably more like 20. Oh my God. 15 to 20 maybe, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, cause, cause a lot of it you're like, you know, I would play for like a couple hours and not make any progress cause I couldn't figure out what to do exactly. Like, I'd be walking around trying to figure out, you know, if I need to like talk to this person or that person to figure out how to get past whatever part of the game I was on, you know, try using objects on other objects, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of it is just kind of like trying things out and seeing what works. Um, but like I said, somehow I actually remembered a whole, like much, much more than I expected to, to remember. So I sort of blew through it. Uh, Blake, when you played, did you get, oh no, okay, you, you obviously did. Do you remember the, uh, the sword trainers, like the crazy contraption that he had to train you with that he wheels out? No, I don't. Like that was one of the other things, like one of the visuals that I was like, oh, like just things like this are like what make the game for me. He's like, all right, I can, I can see you're going to need a lot of work. I'll be right back. So he goes off screen and wheels out this like, it's like this giant rig on wheels and it's got like a broom handle sticking out. That's like the sword. <laughs> And it's like, he sits on one end and like cranks some gear or something, like all these like, like pistons and like gears and stuff go to work in the machine, like the broom handle sticks out at you, and there's like a monkey sitting on top of it doing something as well. Just like crazy. I'm kind of stuff so like that. Re- curious what this game actually looks like. You should look it up. It, it's, it's, uh, it's just a, like, like I said, the, even, you know, the, the old style graphics had, like they did just an amazing job with what they had. Like, everything is just, like, visually, and that's not even something that stood out to me at the time, but, again, as I was playing, I was, like, I found myself getting really excited just to see new things and, and meet new characters and stuff like that, so. Uh, Monkey Island, 450 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. That that's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, dude, give it a little bit more credit than that. 450 out of 10. How about 469? 469, we can do that. That's fine. Um, I guess that's pretty much all I can, that's pretty so, much all I have to say without just like slo- starting to slobber on myself. Pretty sure you already are. And so bore all of our listeners. Did you, is it, is it your favorite point and click that you play? Yes. Okay. Cool. Did they make anything past that one? Yeah. So they, they made, yeah, yeah. They made, uh, The Secret of Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge, which is actually, I have to say it is actually a better game. Like I like this one better, but I think the second one is actually a better game. It's 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 like the same thing, but it, it's everything just done better. Really, it's an awesome, awesome game. And then there was one that was the Curse of Monkey Island. I think was the third one, and it came out like years later. It came out like I want to say like ten years after the second one. Holy shit, really? Who, and it wasn't as huh? So Lucas Arts make made yeah they made uh yeah they made it. It wasn't as good, and I don't ever think I actually ever beat that one. Um. And then there was actually a fourth one that I didn't know about until recently that came out, I think, around closer to 2000. Um, and I don't know anything about that one. But also uh, Telltale, who made the Walking Dead game. And, That's uh, what I was going to ask you about, because that was, that was another point and click, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They also did a Monkey Island series. Cool. It was an episodic, just like Walking Dead 5. It was like a five-episode game. I haven't played... I, ha- I own that one, but I haven't played it yet. The third and fourth ones... 
there's there's no place that you can buy those right now. You can only get the first two. And then the uh, the, the ones that Telltale did, those are, of course, fairly new. I think they came out like five or six years ago. Uh, and you can get those. But the, have you guys ever played Super Monkey Ball? Like, yeah. I have not. Every time you talk about this game, Robert, that's what I picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the same. I know it's not. It's I need to Google it, but every time you talk about it, I'm just like picturing you like rolling off this edge and like flying with your ball and it's like, oh, this is really interesting. <laughs> so, and this is this is a little bit different from Super Monkey Ball. <laughs> Monkey Ball Island. Super Monkey Ball might be the prequel. That'd be sick. Good, <laughs> Good party game. But I could I could go on about this like talking about every aspect of the game if I if I wanted if if you if you guys let me so so don't no, let okay. me. I'm not gonna let you do that. So I, I guess that's all I got. Oh oh. Uh. Well, I was never mind. I, was, I thought I was gonna ask Blake something, but I don't. I don't know who that was. So I guess that means Jay. Uh, it's on to you. Oh great, I was mid yawn. Thanks, Robert. Oh, you're welcome. So this week, I, Blake, actually, I'm curious. I'm going to start asking this. Blake, did you play Final Fantasy IX? I think we've talked yeah. about this before. Okay. So I played Final Fantasy IX over the last couple weeks. I haven't beat it. I'm only at the end of the, I think I'm at the end of the first disc based on what I read. Um, Final Fantasy IX, obviously part of the series of the Final Fantasies. Um, I played most of them now, but I think the next one I'm going to play is Six Blake, which is going to be exciting. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Final Fantasy IX, um, it's really interesting because I played eight a couple months back and it was a shitstorm. I could not stand that game. I could not get through it no matter how hard I tried. I liked the battle system of eight. The storyline sucked. But nine so far with my experience, I'm about, I think I'm like 16 hours in. I love it. I honestly have very little complaints about it. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it so far. It starts off really cool. It, it's very open. It's not, like, Final Fantasy VIII, one of my biggest complaints at the beginning was you were on this very fine track, and you had to do X, Y, and Z, and then you had to do ABC, and you had to do all this other shit before you could actually get outside and start playing Final Fantasy, which is basically roaming the world, fighting things, collecting stuff, leveling, stuff like that. Whereas Final Fantasy IX, it kind of drops you into that pretty quick. There is some stuff at the beginning you obviously have to go through, which is kind of okay, but they quickly teach you... A couple of things, which one of the things I really like about the early on Final Fantasies, Blake and I have talked about this before, is the card games. They introduced this card game. I think they did it in 8, correctly? Yeah, because it wasn't in 7. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Final Fantasy 8, they introduced the card game. They made it a little bit better in 9, and I really enjoyed it. It's, it adds something to it. It makes you, or allows you to collect certain cards and do other things on the side. Um, but so far, Final Fantasy 9, I really enjoy it. The graphics are great. Um, the music is phenomenal. It's not like, some people talk about Final Fantasy IX as having some of the best music. I think that Final Fantasy VI and Final Fantasy VII have better music, and even Final Fantasy X, obviously. But um, going from eight to nine, I don't know if they changed their staff or if they fired people, but it seems like a completely different game. Like, I feel like the battle system is really good. It's still really, like, eight had a good battle system, but I feel like nines is better. I feel like the graphics are better. I feel like the storyline is hundreds and hundreds of times better. Like, it's so much more entrenching. You actually, like, feel something for the characters. They're not super boring and linear. They actually gave some interesting aspects to a female character, which, for whatever reason, 8 made the boringest female characters I've ever seen, ever. Like, I I don't even know how that game even came about. But (sighs) what I really enjoy about Final Fantasy IX so far is how unique each character is and how their their design, like, visually and as far as, like, a character is, is different. Like, 
I, I don't know. It's it's been really great so far. I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to spoil anything for myself or I don't want Blake to say something. But I think it's a great game so far, and I'm really happy that it they went from nine to ten like that because ten is probably my favorite in the series. I like it more than seven even, and so I'm really happy that nine was comparable because I don't know. A lot of people said they really enjoyed playing nine over like seven even, and I doubted it until. Recently, really, I'm actually curious if I'm going to enjoy it more than I did seven. But, how awesome! How far how far into it are you? I'm like close. I think I'm close to the end of the first disc, which is like I'm like 16 to 17 hours in so far. Okay. Um, and like I, I don't know, it's been really really cool so far. Um, Blake, is there as much like end game content in nine as there was in seven? Uh, there's quite a bit. There is at least one extra boss fight. Um, the Chocobo Hot Cold mini game. Maxing out all of your That's what I'm abilities for every character. There's a there's quite a bit of stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm really 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 enjoying it so far. I I think I will finish it probably not like straight away, but I, I'm just really happy because I I was really nervous after playing eight that it was just gonna suck ass like compared to ten because ten is just unbelievably good and. I don't know. I was just really, really nervous going into it, but I'm really enjoying it so far. I haven't heard much about Nine. Yeah, it's I, I weird, think, like yeah, because most people, whenever they talk about it, they talk about Seven. Like that's yeah. the straight answer that people give. But most of my friends were either Seven or Nine, like kind of in that middle. But okay. I don't know. I'm really, really enjoying it so far. I, I hopefully I'll finish it here in the next like month or so. Is there a lot of emo stuff in it? Not that I've seen so far. There's been some... Oh, the other thing that I really enjoy about it is there's some, like, really subtle humor that's been kind of good, actually. I can't think of any examples right now. I'll, like, think of some for maybe next time or something. But the humor so far, I've actually laughed out loud a couple times, which surprised me because that doesn't really happen in all the SC series very often. Cool. It's good times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So the way this was a it was Final Fantasy IX on it was PS1 right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought so because I thought I was pretty sure Final Fantasy X was the first yeah. PS2 one. Mhm. That is correct, sir. That is good. Blake, what's up? What's your opinion on Final Fantasy IX? It's okay. I'm not as big of a fan of it as I am. Six? Compared to six, etc. Like I know a lot of people have always loved it and compared it to a lot of the older series, and it takes some influences from that, sure. But at the same time, I it's a very, very different game from. I was to say I don't ones. think I don't compare it to the older ones for sure. I compare it to seven and ten. Like that's that's what I would compare it to. Not six. yeah. I don't think not it's... like six and all the ones before that though. It's six is kind of artsy. You know, sort of. The the other thing I don't like about Nine, like it has a lot of interesting systems. The equipment system, the way that learning skills works, is that you equip things like your weapon, your armor, and they can teach you abilities like anti poison or whatever it's called in that one. And I don't hate the idea anymore. I didn't like it when I was uh, when I first played the game a long time ago. Because it was ago. different. Yeah, it was very very different. Yeah. And I don't I. I I didn't like my abilities not being tied to my characters. I didn't like it being tied to equipment instead. It doesn't bother me as much anymore. I still don't think it's a my favorite system. And I did not like the story whatsoever. Really? My okay. biggest problem with it. Does it, yeah, does I, it so far it's been good. Does it does it end horribly? 
No, it doesn't end horribly. It just never hooked me personally at any point. And I, I absolutely hate the character designs. Really? I like them so far. What what else do you like about them? I, they look really extremely goofy. The character designs? I'm going to have to look this up now. Like, Zidane and Steiner both look See, I thought it was weird. I thought it was different and like kind of cartoony and humorous. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't like. like I didn't like the cartoony look on everything. Okay. You're talking about in in game as opposed to like in the art. Yeah. 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 Let's take a look here. I'll uh I'll confirm one way or the well, other. Well, no, I mean there's nothing to confirm. I, I, no, no, no. I, I'm confir- I'm, com- I'm confirming confirm this. Confirm what? It looks cartoony. I'm not, not I'm saying. I'm confirming this shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, see, there's some characters. Here's another one. Uh, you know, they're, they're, I like those layers. the heads are probably like 0.4 times larger than they should be. They're disproportionate. That's, that's not arguable. <laughs> yeah, though, the, that's intentional. Which I just think it's I, different. I know, I, I'm, but like, okay, you go from Final Fantasy VIII where they tried to make everything look super emo and cool uh, and blah, 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 exactly, and it sucked ass, but then they do this like cartoony thing and it's fun. Well, but what about Final Fantasy Tactics? They look really cartoony. Whoa, okay, not really. we're not gonna, we're, we're gonna go ahead and They don't look, you don't think they look cartoony on Final <clears throat> Fantasy Tactics? No. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think you, they look like? If you're like? talking about Final Fantasy Tactics 2, or A, or B, or any other Final Fantasy Tactics except for the OG, you would They look like cute little... You look like a cute little... Kids. Kid. <laughs> but I see what you mean, like, they're a little, they're a little cartoony, but not like... Yeah, but I'm saying I enjoy that. I'm not arguing that they're not cartoony. I think it's I think it's cool. It's different. It's it's I, Final Fantasy left such a bad taste in my mouth that like anything that's not that is like bueno. What Final it's, Fantasy Eight? Yeah. 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 The, yeah. You know, I guess you're like I guess the, like a lot of the like starting with like Final Fantasy Seven at least as far as that's as far back as my experience goes. Like the characters. Maybe when you're running around with them, they look a little bit cartoony, but like mostly they're try they're like supposed to look like realistically proportioned for the most part. This and I, I pulled up some screenshots. So Final Fantasy IX does deviate. I see what you mean. It does yeah. deviate from that? It, it's on purpose. Like obviously. No, I know. Trying. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Calm down, everybody. Calm down. Chill out. Do we need to pause the podcast for a minute no. so you guys can... No, no, we're good. Let's, let's all cool down really quick. Let's all cool down for a minute. Would you cool your jets? Would you rather cool your jets? Or... <laughs> we all better? Are we friends again now? <laughs> no, bro, I'm not mad. Like, I'm not mad at all. I don't, I don't think Blake was either. Like, were you mad? I'm not at all. Like, no. I don't think... I don't <laughs> think you guys understand when your host is joking and making well, jokes. What's a host? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, too. Top three? Top three? All right, let's do it. Does anybody have anything else to say about anything that we've been talking about so far? I'm really happy you're playing Super Monkey Ball. You're really happy I'm playing Super Monkey Ball. I'm I'm actually really excited that I went back to this game, because like I said, I don't even think I've played the first one again since I played it when I was like seven or eight, even though it's just remained... Even though I've always loved it, I don't think I've played it a second time. So, uh... All right, let's do top threes. Okay. Like, you want to start us off? What? Why do I have to start? Fine. Uh, Robert, you want to go first? Just do one, and we'll go in a freaking circle. Okay. We're not going super in-depth with these, because 99% of them, I'm pretty sure we've talked about. Yeah, so we're doing top three uh, favorite classic games of all time, straight up, period, end of story. You're going to hear No, like, 
The whole series, like all of the Final Fantasy series, that's my favorite game. You can't do Dude, that. I'm sorry, Robert. You know what's coming, Mr. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> all right, Blake, go ahead. First so, um, I'm trying to do one from different series, so like I, because I don't want my whole list to be completely boring shit. So I wanted to diversify it a little bit. Okay. Uh, so I tried to focus on like one game from a series. Um, okay. the first game, uh, for me. God, I don't know between my two and three which one it has to be. Um, I'm probably going to say let's go with Link to the Past as my number three. Okay. That's oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, loved the game growing up. I still think it's a great game. It kind of introduced me to like the open world concept uh, that we see in a lot of games nowadays and where you just kind of get dropped in this world and it lets you do your own thing and lets you figure all this stuff out. Um, I think the art in the game is great. The music is awesome. And it is easily my favorite Zelda game and one of my favorite of all time old school games. I got stuck so many times that game. Holy shit. So did I. Yeah, kid. Back in the day. And then you'd be like, Nintendo Power, where's my magazine? <laughs> <laughs> when I played it, I don't even, I think I eventually bought it, but like I mostly played it at friends' houses and I would just like have them tell me what to do the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, that was an awesome, awesome game. I, that's a good one. I, you can, you're allowed to have that as your number three pick. Listen to this guy. You're allowed to have it. <laughs> All right, Robert, let's hear your number three. Guess. My number three is uh, Tie Fighter. So <laughs> this is one of the old, uh, <laughs> another Lucas Arts game. It's uh, one of the uh, classic Star Wars uh, space combat sims. It uh, started off with X-wing. And I think X-Wing maybe had an expansion at some point, and then TIE Fighter came after that, and then after that was X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter. And then I uh, learned recently that there was another game that came out a few years later, even, uh, that I never, or I was kind of, I kind of stopped paying attention after X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, but there was another one too, I don't remember what it was called. But TIE Fighter, I loved all these games, like just the detail, and like how realistic everything was, like you really felt... Uh, that you were, like, piloting an X-Wing or a TIE Fighter, you know, whatever ship it was for the game you were playing. Uh, especially if you had a, you had a joystick, like a flight stick, which you had to have for these kind of games, pretty much. Uh, TIE Fighter of all the, I loved all these, but TIE Fighter was the best one. Um, it's just an awesome game, like, so, you know, they'll send you on missions. It's, it's a lot like Wing Commander, how I talked about, uh, I guess it was the last episode. I don't know if it was the last episode or two episodes ago. But uh, they basically send you on a mission. It's not just a game where you jump out and are shooting bad guys. They send you on a mission, and sometimes you'll be by yourself. Sometimes you'll be with, like, other, you know, like, you'll have, like, wingmen. And you might have to, like, escort something or just, like, hit, hit some patrol points and see if you come across anything that you need to check out. Or sometimes you'll have to, like, you know, do, like, launch an attack run on, like, a giant ship or something like that. And just all the detail of the things you could do was just really awesome. Like from from targeting ships and getting them on your display to tracking them down to like uh, switching your shields to like full front, full back, or all the way around. Or and then it even got down to like you could all, you could take power away from your like engines and allocate it to your shields so your shields were stronger. And you could like adjust it between your lasers and your shields uh, and your engines. So if you needed to like catch, there was one mission I remember where you're, uh, like, chasing after, I think it was a, a Corellian cruiser, and you have to, like, dump all of your power into your uh, into your engines just to be able to catch up with it so you can take it down. So, uh, I, again, I just loved all those games. TIE Fighter completely blew me away, uh, but they were all really great games. 
Yeah. Jay? All right, time to piss off Blake. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, no, that would be you. Majora's Mask. I'm sorry, Blake. Oh, God. You're the worst. N64. I, I really enjoyed the game. It was so it was so fun. I know you don't like it. I really enjoyed the story. I really enjoyed the kind of discovering aspect of the game. I know it may not contribute to the actual Zelda series, but it's my favorite one, and I really enjoyed it for 64. There's just so many things about it that are great. I don't know. I'm sorry, but I love this one. What's your favorite thing about Majora's Mask? One favorite Honestly, thing. Honestly, the storyline. Like, okay. you mean the specific moments? Or like that, that, not I just, just any one thing. Line. I really enjoyed the story. I love the side quests. It was just a lot of fun. All right. Blake, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, like, I, it's such a goofy, kind of cheesy answer, but it's one Do of it. the best classic games of all time. It's Do Super it. Mario Brothers 3. Oh, that's a that's good one. Good. I like that's that. fair. Yeah, it's a good answer, but I mean, it's a, it's also a very obvious answer. Yeah. I mean, someone had to have it on their list too. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, glad that you said it. Actually, it's awesome. I prefer Super Mario Brothers three over Super Mario World. I think World did a lot of cool things, but it also uh, made the game a lot easier and it made it a lot simpler compared to what we got with three. Three was I this big, expansive thing. Uh, with all these different crazy new suits for Mario to try, uh-huh. uh, I think three some of them well. are stupid. What? I like three better as well, honestly. Really? I think I, pro- I, I probably do too. Yeah. Wow. Most it just has, like there's just of. so much OG like nostalgia to it. Like there's just so much cool yeah. shit. Like I don't know. I I, th- I think three is better. And it's not like I hate World. I I yeah. still love World. It's an yeah, amazing yeah. game. It did a lot of great things as well. But for me, um, three was. With all of the secrets that it has and all of the neat little things that it does, like with the hammer suit, the Tanuki yeah. suit, um, the Kurobiko boot or whatever it's called. Yeah, dude, I love the booty. <laughs> World feels you guys like out there can quote that, by the way. Like that's what it makes me think of, like almost like DLC. Like it's like three plus or something. Uh, yeah. All right, Robert. <laughs> I swear to God, we've talked for five minutes again. Let's through. Okay. <laughs> Have I been going on too long? You know what I've no- you know what I've noticed that actually. So uh, at work, I listen to like podcasts all day long because I can I can listen to that stuff. Uh, it's easy for for the the stuff I like. Some things I can't like listen to things and do it just screws me up. But what I do mostly at work, I can listen to other stuff. And sometimes I listen uh, back to our just like go kind of go back and listen to our podcasts. And I do tend to go on. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You don't say, huh? Yeah. So you guys just cut me. Just start. You need to just start cutting just me talk off. Over just, just, just start just putting. Over just start just play the guys. music. Play just him like, off. Just start like. Play him off. <laughs> just start like talking about your game. <laughs> just like. Well, start talking about played. Yeah. You haven't even talked about your number two game yet, and you're still going right That's now. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's my point exactly. Number two game, go. Where does this? Where does the sound coming from? Are you guys hearing this too? Robert! No, I'm not, hold on, just a second, like. <laughs> something just started playing on my computer and it sounds like a commercial. I'm not joking. But I don't know I where don't it's coming from. anything. You're Do you have my like, stream up still? No, hold on, let me try closing out. Why do you see this stream up? Okay, it was something on, it was something on Firefox, I don't know what it was like. All of a sudden there's a commercial playing in my ears. Okay. So, with uh, the ramble about me rambling out of the oh way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. never going to get you number two game. My number two game 
is Loom. Uh, I'm curious as to whether either of you have ever heard of this game. No, I've never heard of it. I like, think I know the name, but I could not tell you anything about it. All right, so Loom is another LucasArts point-and-click adventure game. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, this is sponsored. Is that this, <laughs> well, LucasArts doesn't really exist anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh... I guess Double Fine. A lot of the a lot of the guys who made these games are the ones who who are doing Double Fine, or at least uh, or at least like the main. What's his name? What's the Double Fine guy's name? Blake, the main guy. Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer, yeah. Uh, he was he he worked on a lot of these. So, uh, Loom is actually it, it it came before it was released before Monkey Island, and it was actually the first point and click adventure adventure game that I played, and uh, it's it's different in that. Uh, there is some humor, but it's very, very limited. It's, it's a much more, like, straightforward, serious game. It's like a fantasy, it's a fantasy game. Uh, the, 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 the gist, I'll give you the quick version of the story. Basically, you're some guy far, far, far into the future who's, uh, who lives in this town where, like, he lives uh, in a pineapple under the sea. <laughs> he lives in... <laughs> He lives in this town where uh, – he lives on this island where there are these magician-type people. They're not exactly magicians, but they basically have created this giant loom, and they, they figured out that they can use it to, like, influence basically the passing like, – like how, like how events happen in the world. And uh, he was actually born out of the loom, and uh, they, they have basically shunned him for his whole life. But this one uh, person who lives there, she kind of, like, taught him a little bit of magic and that stuff. And they try to get rid of him when he, uh, you start the game when he turns 17. They try to, uh, they're, they're, they're talking, the, the council of the town is talking about getting rid of him. Uh, all of a sudden, like a swan flies in, turns all of them to swans, and you escape. And then the, and then it kind of just like, you're picking up from there. They tell you that, uh, the, the, this, the person who saved you tells you that you need to get off of the island, and then you just kind of go from there and you go on these adventures and stuff. Uh, one of the, like, most, interesting things about this game is that even though it, it was it had a very different even though it was a point and click adventure game it had a very different system for most point and click wrap adventure it up games. I, 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 <laughs> almost done almost done uh instead of like using object like picking up objects putting them in your in your inventory using them on other stuff it works on a spell system that's based on music so you'll find an, an object maybe uh, that's like on one part there's there's a vat of green dye for instance you click on it it gives you a few notes and it's, it gives you, like, a sequence of four notes. You play those notes later on, and that's a spell to turn things green, for instance. And that's how, things, that's cool. that's how the game works. You find spells for different things, you play the notes on other objects, and that's how you advance and get stuff done. Uh, awesome, awesome game. The ending for it completely, like, blew my mind when I was younger and watched this. Like, like I couldn't imagine my mind getting blown so hard. Oh, baby. But it completely <laughs> blew got married. over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's like the ending just completely blew me away that's all i'll stop there fucking amazing go oh, wait, wait you're done blake it's me yeah no my number one. Oh, well or i'm on number two your number two? Oh, we need to do number two um i'm just gonna put i'll, I'll just get it out of the way blake final fantasy tactics it's, it has yeah to be done. it has to be done yeah. i don't need to say anything about it there's just too much just orgasms everywhere and 
pretty much probably one of the best games ever made of all time. If any of our listeners wants to hear more about it, they can listen to pretty much any episode. <laughs> if you listen to episodes one through anything prior to this. One through, what are we up to now? Yeah. Ten? Uh, then one through ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to say anything else. There's just too much. It's too great of a game. It's, yeah. I'm hard just thinking about it. So. I got, I, I, hey, by the way, I finally got past motherfucking Wee Graph. City. Oh, God. Oh, that's right, you're way up there. Oh, you're talking about, you beat, you beat him as Vilius? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you beat Vilius? No, no, it's, he, well, I think his name was Gigan or something when I fought him. What? Gigas. Well, it's oh, Wegraf. Whatever he is, he's Wegraf and it's one on one, and then you beat him and he turns into a demon. Yeah, he turns into the ram. Goat demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's Vilius, yeah. yeah. He's pretty okay. much the hardest boss in the game. Like, Alright, well, that's good, because I beat him. Are you serious? Holy shit, that's impressive. Well, I had to go back. I had to reload one of my saves and level up. Yep, there it is. I, Welcome uh, to Final Fantasy Tactics. The secret for me, what I had to do was get uh, auto potion. Oh, uh, yeah, and then yeah. you use X potions and GG well played. Yeah, oh, you can't that get was, that was... Auto potion is one of the most broken reaction abilities in the game. Yeah, like, they that's remove what I'm learning. In the hard mode, like, they remove it. Really? Yeah, yeah well, that's they, they, like, rework me. it. They rework it a little bit. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Like number one, go. Numero uno, um, it was gonna be tactics, but you already said that. Oh, sorry. I, no, I, I no, it's fine. It's say. a great answer. It's a fantastic game. Um, so I'll switch it up and say Final Fantasy VI. Okay, I'm glad okay. you said that. that but but you were going to say Final Fantasy Tactics. I was, but he said it already. That's fine, but I just want to, okay. I'm just curious. So your actual favorite game is Final Fantasy Tactics. It's my favorite game of all time. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. But Final Fantasy VI is, like, right behind it. Okay. Like, you see, you are Final Fantasy VI to me. Like, you are more of a Final Fantasy VI person than anything but Tactics, yeah, obviously. Oh. Well, you're wrong, so... Uh, I still love you, it's not as much. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Uh, you stole my game. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy VI, amazing music, incredible storytelling, uh, fun take on the active time system that RPGs have grown to know so much. Uh, like, all the characters, the way that they play uh, is typically very different from each other. Stuff like uh, Saban's Blitz input kind of sets it apart from a lot of other RPGs. Not even just at that time, but still today, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Alright, Roberto. Alright. What do you think my number, what do you guys think my number oh, one? Little Gear Solid, the extra mission part two. <laughs> Blake, what do you think? Um, Another point this is the one that you've touched on briefly. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before this podcast as being my favorite game. Um, <laughs> not saying no. I'm not sure. Uh, the Secret of Monkey Island. Are you serious? Oh, yep. Jesus Christ. You, yeah. you what was your number three? Oh, oh, that was Tie Fighter. What? Okay. Yeah, know. Tie Fighter was number three. All LucasArts games. Listen to you. Two of the three were point and click <laughs> adventures. But uh, yeah, I just once again, I absolutely love this game. Yeah. I'm glad you really enjoyed that. That's crazy though. Yeah. Uh, right. Jay? Anything else? My number one is going to be Final Fantasy X. I Ten? absolutely love this game. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's up there with me with Tactics. The only reason that I put it above Tactics is because I didn't really talk about the same game. Over it's because what? It's because <laughs> we always talk about Final Fantasy Tactics. It's just too good of a game. Like, it's, it, it's like a cheating in the system. It's just too good. For... <laughs> so you like, so, so you like Final Fantasy Tactics a little bit better? 
I would probably play Final Fantasy Tactics more. I, I play ten probably once every year or once every two years. Final uh-huh. Fantasy Tactics, I usually play once or twice a year, just okay. because it's such a good game. And I always forget about stuff and. Yeah, Final Fantasy X is, is more the normal Final Fantasy RPG. I really enjoyed the story, especially when I was younger, and the gameplay is great. They just remade it recently. I still haven't played it yet. I have it. I just don't have a PS3, so I'm um, working on that. But yeah, great game. Oh, yeah, so you haven't played the the, the, the HD or whatever version? Yeah, I have the I have it. I just don't have a PS3. Right, right. Okay. Um, I think, you know, I think I, I like, I really like both of them. I actually think I like Final Fantasy X a smidge better mm. myself. Certain, certain things about like they they honestly trade for me. Like there's certain things I really enjoy about one over the other. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, obviously they're pretty different games. Yeah, exactly. It, that's exactly my point. Yeah, it's it, it's honestly like they don't even feel like the same series to me. Like yeah, yeah they're similar worlds. I I just don't like the characters and story of 10 nearly as much as like tactics final fantasy 6 any of those really yeah like i really do enjoy the combat i i I like the idea behind the combat of being able to swap in certain party members that are effective against certain things but i don't like the the characters and the story and the sphere grid everybody else loves this fear grid so much i was not a fan of the system I, I gotta say i don't really get the hoopla about the sphere grid either oh really yeah i agree i with thought you. you mentioned that you liked it okay wow well i don't i mean i don't dislike it but like everybody like i like i know what you're talking about like everybody at least at the time was like oh the sphere grid this is amazing like it completely changes the way it works and like you pretty much still have to follow the linear path that it gives yeah because like <laughs> In almost I mean, every scenario, that's what you do. Yeah, you can't, like, because you can get the, like, the things to unlock the other paths, but it doesn't, like, it, basically, you're using, you're unlocking abilities that are, like, shit for your character if you do that. Yeah, that's what happens a lot of the time. I actually, when I, I hadn't played an RPG in a very long time when I played Final Fantasy X, and I tried Kimari, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I tried turning him into a mage. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, what the fuck, like, Jay, you just Jay, got, like... <laughs> are you okay? Are you, are you swallowing? Oh, my, my computer blue screen. I'm on my phone. Oh, hi, Jay. Can you, can you move your face away? Hi, how are you, cutie pie? Can you move your um, face a little farther away? Hey, sir, how about that? <laughs> I'll be back to the computer in just one uh, second. Hey, guys, uh, how are you doing over there? Can you hear me? Can you make out what I'm trying now? Anyway, yeah, so I tried to make, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, cool, I can make talking to us from a McDonald's drive-thru? Which is the cray. That's much better. There, you sound No shit, I was on my phone. Well, welcome back, it's good to have you back. It's good to have you back. We're talking about the sphere grid. I know you are. You know, in the newer one, they uh, made it so, like, there's a hard mode you can select, and basically the sphere grid is completely open, and they don't give you any paths for any of the characters. (laughs) That's funny. It is really fun. You have to know the game, otherwise you will just fuck yourself into a corner. Like, it's it's really fun. I I was just telling, I don't know if you heard me, but I was just telling Blake, like, I was like, oh, sweet, so if I get this thing that I can unlock, then I can make this guy, like, whatever I want to make him. So I tried making Kamari, like, I tried making Kamari a mage, (laughs) and, like, he he just completely became worthless for the entire rest of the game that is not surprising at all um that hard mode thing kind of reminds me of what they did with the final fantasy 12 international version was where, that any good 
Um, I mean, it's still Final Fantasy twelve, so it still has the uh, gamut system and all that. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I like the idea of what they did, though, with this. They made it so that, like, uh, whenever you get a new character... Because in the original, they, the license board, the entire license board is available to every single one of your characters. And in the uh, international version, they made it so that you choose a class for every character that joins when they join. And so they're tied into a limited selection of the uh, the laws on the license board. So like the main, all of the characters can pick any of the classes. They've got Time Mage, uh, Monk, Knight. I think there's a Geomancer and all this kind of stuff. This is final. And, this is in Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, this is for twelve. Well, that's pretty cool. It's a really cool idea. The only thing is, it's still tied to the rest of Final yeah. Fantasy XII. I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. Aside um, from that, the concept is really cool. I like it. Uh, in Final Fantasy X, I, I also kind of like the switching out characters in battle. But the but the one thing, actually, I mean, like, I like some aspects of it, but it, for me, it kind of messed the game up a little bit because every battle, you want to make sure you just like get one guy, switch him in, have him do one lame attack, then move him out, just so he can get it because they get experience. Yeah, that can happen, especially in some of the boss fights. Yeah, so that some that characters kind of are just useless against some of the enemies, and it's like, well, this character still needs to level up. Yeah. So I'm gonna have him come in and like use a attack somebody or use a potion. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we had some pretty good lists. We didn't have too much. We didn't get too many fights over them. I uh, up, I, I thought you'd be happy that I didn't <laughs> talk about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, you talk about Monkey Island for two hours tonight. Talk about Monkey Island for two hours. Super Monkey Ball Island. (laughs) Super Monkey Ball Island. My favorite game of all time is Super Monkey Ball. That's such a good game, dude. I love that game. I'm interested. I'd like to know if you guys, if your lists would be any different if we uh, were not restricted just to classic games. Um. God. I don't know. StarCraft would definitely be up there with me, but that's for a different reason. StarCraft 2, sorry. Probably, but I don't... I can't say right now which ones would be there still and which wouldn't. StarCraft 2 would be on there, Jay? I think so. If, I, mean, it's, I played StarCraft 2 how many hours? <laughs> yeah, no shit, me too. Yeah. Uh, mine wouldn't be... Like, I don't. I honestly don't think mine would change. Yeah, I don't think but, it would uh, change too much. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, if, I don't know. That'd be tough. If you had to add one non-classic game... I don't want I don't want to make a habit of this on these, but since we're talking about all time favorite games, I thought it'd be interesting. If you had to add one game to it that was not classic, what would it be? Hmm. <coughs> Maybe Bayonetta. Maybe Borderlands. Really, Borderlands? Yeah, that's a good game. That surprises me. I don't know. I, it's really hard to like kind of on the spot. Well, I mean, I, I know that. Maybe. Maybe Morrowind, any of the Morrowinds. Oh, really? really okay. Really good. I like Morrowind. I like the first and second, but I didn't like the third one that much. Okay. Fallout, yeah, Fallout, Lisa, Fallout. Yeah, okay, Fallout, I'm good at that. That's Fallout? a good answer. <laughs> yeah, anything but those, though, dude. Are you kidding me? Fallout's great. Anyway. Yeah, Lisa's going to take my place in the podcast. Okay, cool. That, that's good. Cool. All right, fuck you guys. Thanks for defending me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, no. Okay. Like, um, well, what's yours, Robert? You didn't say anything. Uh, uh I didn't think about it. Honestly, <laughs> this is this gonna guy. sound like this. 
you know, now that you ask me, like the first game that comes to mind, uh, and this this is gonna sound like a like a like a hipster cop out, like trying to create come up with a creative answer, but honestly, I think it might be uh, Dear Esther. Oh, okay. I think you've talked about it before. You told Lisa to play that, right? Uh, probably not, because I don't think she would like it. Oh, okay. But maybe I don't know. Maybe I just told her to play it anyways. Stroller. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, well, no, that probably wouldn't make my list. Batman: Arkham City. Oh yeah. I loved it, but I don't oh. think it's in my top three games ever. I liked it. I mean, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I I'm play. I made the mistake of playing. I made the mistake of. You what? I'm looking through my Steam library, seeing okay. what other games there are, and none of them are quite on that level for me. Gotcha. When cool. I played uh, Arkham City, I played it on hard mode, and it wasn't in like it was fine, but it just takes too long to do anything because it takes like 45 punches to like knock your guy down. Oh yeah, just made, it just makes the game take too long. Yeah, it was, it was but- an awesome game. Those classic, let's make the game harder by just making everything really, really tough to kill instead of actually yeah, real difficulty. Yeah, that is one of my, like, classic pet peeves about video games in general. Like, I don't, I don't, by that I don't mean, like, classic games. Like, video games in general, 99% of the time, hard mode is just, like, bigger health. Increased health. Yeah. Not more difficult, just games. stupid. Like, yeah. yeah. I agree with you guys. That really annoys me. Me too, actually. Okay. Cool. Maybe Just Cause 2, because I, I really love like that game. Oh, that is so good. I haven't played it yet. I own it, though. Oh, it's awesome. They're I bought awesome. Just Cause 1 for 25 cents. <laughs> and played it for like an hour. Uh, So I guess that's it for our cool. top threes plus one. Yeah. Pretty good list all around. Pretty happy with this. I think we had some good good continuity. Nice teamwork. That's fucking teamwork. <laughs> and we all showed, you know, a fair amount of gamer respect for each other. I think we're starting to learn our manners, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Have you listened to Jay this whole time? Seriously. Fucking kill Blake next time I see him. <laughs> That's the thing. You won't see me. I know. Because so, we didn't get BlizzCon tickets. Oh! <laughs> God damn it. I, myself. I didn't even try because I don't care about BlizzCon. Okay, Chief. I don't really care too much about BlizzCon. Though, though I do want to go to PAX. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to. I mean, I'm going to try to get tickets, but I have a feeling I'm not going to end up being able to get them just because they're hard to get. But I'm really actually going to try to go to that this year. Good. Hopefully yeah. I'll see you there. So, uh, I guess it's time for off-topic happy endings. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. All right? Yeah. I guess. Uh... Was... Jay, do you have one this week? Hey, I got nothing. What a shocker. <laughs> what? Dude, I just work in games all day. Like, I don't know. I like video games. Um, oh, I forgot to say two things. Uh, on the last episode... Let's talk about Wing Commander, and it came out in 1990, and I said that I can't imagine a better PC game than Wing Commander being out at that time. But I actually went back and looked, and both Loom and Monkey Island came out in 1990 as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and before we do get to the off-topic, uh, I wanted to return to what I was talking about earlier with Sonic CD. The game does not feature a continue system at all, 
at least on the Steam version, okay. when you run out of lives, it throws you back to the title screen and you have to reload your save file. Oh, so you can reload. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's it's gotcha. basically it's infinite continues, but it's not a continue screen. It makes you go back to the title menu, so it's really weird. That sounds like something that like may have actually been in the original game, just knowing in the like, original. how fucked up Sega CD was. Yeah, I would not be, uh, I would not doubt that. Actually, uh, did you did you own a Sega CD, Blake? No. When, when you this is something that I just now remembered. When you bought a Sega CD, you had to format the system before you could use it. Are you serious? I, yeah, because I remember yeah. like we couldn't get it to work, and we like called the support line, and uh, the guy was telling us that we had to format it, and like. It was really funny because I was like, I don't know, probably eight years old, and he was talking. And I was talking to him on the phone, and he was You're like, like trying, <laughs> "What the fuck is a format?" Yeah. He was trying to explain to me what formatting is, and, I, and he was like, he was like trying to explain it in all these different ways. And I remember him going, "You," know, I remember the guy going, "You know, like it's like it know it might know like for instance all the letters in the alphabet, but it like doesn't know what order to put them in." And I was just like. What? <laughs> what a terrible... Oh my god, that is awful. Can you just talk to my dad? <laughs> dad, he's using weird words at me. Alright, Robert, what's All right. your off-topic thing you need to do? I don't have much, except for... Uh, it's going to get a little bit circle jerky, but... Uh, uh, Blake, beat, Blake beat his arch nemesis. Jay, you got to stop typing, you asshole. Sorry. <laughs> Stupid fucker. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Why are we friends? <laughs> Blake beat his arch nemesis, Cobalt Streak. <laughs> <laughs> Such a gay motherfucker. And the, uh, Pining oh, of Isaac Balls of Steel Race. Oh, man. Unfortunately... You got you got knocked out by who I have to assume is your new arch nemesis. I cast. by far, yeah, the guy that's beaten me twice now. He yeah. got some insane RNG. My RNG went to shit in my last four races. It really? sucked. Yeah. That's uh. I've been Isaac. Together. Yeah, exactly. That's the game, <laughs> especially for me when I get to semifinals. But uh, that was pretty sick win. Pretty clean win against. Uh, oh yeah, Cobalt very Creek. So that was that was pretty exciting to watch. That's all I got. All right. Um. So my turn, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I guess shoutouts to Assault Android Cactus. Uh, it's a game you can what? find it on Steam. I believe it's fifteen bucks, and it's a top-down twin-stick shooter, very very arcade style. What's a uh, twin-stick shooter? Uh, basically it means that you're using, like, say you have a 360 controller, you're using the left analog and the right analog sticks. The left analog stick is controlling your movement, and the right analog stick is controlling where you aim. Oh, okay. Uh, so games like Beat Hazard, something like that. Sort of like, I mean, actually sort of like Binding of Isaac, kinda, right? A little, yeah, except, uh, well, we we don't know how the controller (laughs) implementation is going to be in Rebirth, but uh, it's pretty similar. Is it going to be different? Uh, well, they're actually going to have controller support once Rebirth. Oh, okay, I got no you. No controller support right now at all. That's pretty interesting. Um, it's a really, really fun game. It's highly score-driven. Like, you want to try and get the high score. It's a 
very arcade influenced, very old school. All the weapon types are like straight out of old shooter games. You've got the assault shot, the plain old straight shot, um, the spray shot, the homing shot, um, and the laser, and a couple other weapons. It's um, a lot of fun. I highly recommend checking it out. Blake, what are the uh, the new like? Steam or like, or I not so much Steam, but indie games that are that the cool kids are playing these days. Because I try to keep up with it, but sometimes I lose track. <laughs> uh, right now, God, there's not a whole lot. Um, okay. Don't Starve just got an update, so a lot of people have been playing that. Um, and what's the other one? I've been playing Assault Android Cactus. Right. Uh, Mercenary Kings came out a little while back, which is. Like Metal Slug, it's kind of a new Metal Slug game. Okay. Um, I heard about it. one game. Uh, so you've heard of Hack and Slash that's coming out, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Where I you like the, hack the game to play the game. There's there's yeah. another game that I heard about recently, and I don't remember what it was called. I'm pretty sure it was a different one, but it's like based on the same concept. I think it was made by like I think it's being made by some Norwegian guy or team, where it's the same thing. You like hack the game huh. to like to like win, but like apparently. Like, the hacking of the game actually is, like, so deep into the core code of the game when you're hacking it that you can actually break the game. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds... I wish I, I, wish I, I, wish I knew what it was called. There anyway. is actually two others that I forgot about. Uh, Child of Light, which is actually out right now. Is that any good? Um, Everybody that's played it, for the most part, has said uh, really positive things about it. Okay. It looks not bad to me. I don't know if it's worth 15 bucks for me personally. Uh, but it does look pretty cool. The art style is really nice. Um, the combat seems like it definitely has potential to be very interesting. I've, I haven't watched too much of it since I don't want to spoil it for myself in case I do decide to play it at some point. Spoilers! <laughs> but it's like a very small party RPG. Um, you play as this girl who falls into a fairy world, it seems like. Okay. Definitely worth checking out if you like RPGs for sure. Uh, and then the other one that's not out yet but is coming out soon is uh, one I've had my eye on for years now, Transistor. Uh, this game is being made by the team behind Bastion. Ooh. Same team, same developer, and it's coming out this month on the 20th. Is it on oh, Steam? Really? Yes, it's on Steam right now. Ooh. It's on the uh, ticker bar. Um, sorry, sorry, Jay. I really liked I li- I liked Bastion, but I didn't like it nearly as much as everybody else did. Really, I thought it was yeah. game. I liked it a lot. I I, I kind of got sick of the combat. Play. Yeah, wow. that's kind of the thing for me. I I didn't get sick of it, but I didn't think it was anything amazing. The combat was fun, uh, but it was one of the most immersive games I've ever played. And Is it as really immersive cool. as uh, Goat Simulator? Um, I haven't played Goat Simulator. I'm so tired of people talking about that game. It's fucking <laughs> retarded. Have you, have you played, uh, okay, so you haven't played that. Have you played Surgeon Simulator or yes, Octodad? No. Yes. No. I played... Octodad is hilarious. Is it actually, is it actually... I watched some guy play it drunk, and it was the funniest thing. I almost pooped myself <laughs> laughing. It's a pretty funny uh, game. I think you and I were both watching that. Yeah. And no, we were actually the ones drinking... Wasn't he drinking too, though? Or is I don't he just think he was. No, we oh, played. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we watched. You guys are so drunk, you don't know who else was drunk. <laughs> No, hey, remember, we actually were playing a drinking game, watching the guy. Oh, like, yeah, every time he got caught or whatever. Yeah, that was a terrible night. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Ouch. 
Okay. Well, we've swung pretty far off topic here. Yeah, so. we have. <laughs> yeah. I need to pee really bad. So let's, so let's wrap it up. Um, visit our website, classicgamingpodcast.com. <laughs> Got all our old episodes on there. Uh, of course, we're also on iTunes. All our, all our old episodes on there, too. Also, please leave us some five-star reviews. And uh, if you leave us five-star reviews, I'm actually I'll, – I'll read them, and I will uh, – I'll read your full – I'll find your home address, and I'll read it on the air just so everybody can know who you are and your phone number <laughs> and your email address. Don't forget that sosh. <laughs> if I, so hey, those are hard to get hold of. If I can do it, I'll read it. <laughs> or last, last four at least. Um, <laughs> check us out on Twitter, uh, Class Games Cast. I am King Octavius. Blake is Slackaholicus. Hey, I'm a beast. Yep. And uh, email us at mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. In fact, I'm going re- to restate that. Please send us some email at mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. Please, Please, for the love of God. Come on, that just do it. That just and, do it. Uh, Don't be a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Man up, guys. Man up. Man up and send us a fucking email. Uh, and oh, one one more quick thing. Let's go ahead and pick what our top three is going to be for the next time, so people can send in theirs if they want to. Top three uh, games that Blake hates. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a few ideas, but I want you guys. I dictated this one, so I'm not going to throw out my ideas unless you guys don't have anything. I'm, I'm going to let you all pick. If, I'm giving you a chance. Yeah, I can't don't think blow of it right now. You're putting me on the spot. Uh, okay. I got nothing. Are you kidding me? Right, I've got two. I've got two ideas. One idea I was thinking of is uh, top three game, top, top three classic games you'd like to see like some sort of re-release for, like either just like come out for like you know on PC so we can play it again, or like give it some sort of update, kind of like uh, the Monkey Island series did, or like Kingdom Hearts 1.5 or whatever. So three of those that we that we'd like to see, or Top three favorite uh, Star Wars games because Steam Ugh. had a Star Wars game sale recently, and I picked up a few games off that, and that gave me the the idea to do top three Star Wars games. Top three game, top three retro games that don't have a sequel that you would like to see a sequel to, but rephrase so that it's not twenty words long. We can do it. this one. Sounds interesting because I don't know what it would. It's like every good game I can think of had a sequel. Like even well, every how about, how about like, every, I can't think of a game period that hasn't had a sequel almost. How, how about a game that you think should have a sequel or the sequel sucked ass? Like and, so Ooh, and a better sequel. Okay. Yeah. You guys are gonna say Final Fantasy Tactics. No, I'm gonna say Final Fantasy Ten is what I'm gonna say. Depressing <laughs> thing. I'm leaving it up to you. You guys pick. This is between you two. I think that's a pretty good one. I like that. Uh, I think it sounds like shit, but I'll do it anyways. Oh, come on, Robert. Ooh. Top three favorite games of all Just time. because oh, you, can't st- you only play games that have tons of sequels because you get your freaking corporate whore. <laughs> okay. You sold out the man so hard, you just won't stop buying his games. Ooh, Secret of Monkey Island 27. I'd love it. Give me more. <laughs> I've, only play, so. I've only played the first three. Well, there's only three of them. There are four plus the... Five episode series. There are actually like. Oh yeah, there is that mini episode series. I guess. Yeah, we were talking about it yeah. on the podcast Whatever. like thirty minutes ago. Remember that? I we're blocked done. you we're out. Done. Okay, we're rambled for too long. <laughs> all right, well, we'll see if this is any good. And if hey, all right, this is the deal. If this list turns out to be a good one, then you can pick again for the next one. You're damn right. You get extra privileges. But for now, 
privilege. <laughs> like this is a dictatorship and you're handing out little prize cookies of, here you go, you get to choose something now. It's like Tropico the podcast. Oh my god. Should we, should we stop now? I think we're done. <laughs> Wrap it up, Robert. That's it, I wrapped it up, we're done. I'm gonna start hitting my keys harder if you guys don't. I'm gonna break my fucking keyboard over here. Google Blake the Hedgehog. And email us what you find. <laughs> Mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. The end. Later. I just lost it fucking Ninja Turtles 1, and I'm really upset right now. <laughs> you played it already? <laughs> so fucking hard, dude.